But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I thought of this idea when I saw you. Oh, finally, this because yeah. Um, we had initially thought of this about um, a month back, me and my co-host just ladies in science, but we didn't know how to go about doing this. And I'd lost uh, your number, Bongegile. So we eventually like didn't do anything. But when I when I saw you last week, I thought of um, the perfect opportunity. And to make it even a bigger Unati, I, we heard of Unati scholarship. So we just thought this was the perfect opportunity to celebrate women in science and to basically talk about all the issues um, around women in science in STEM-related careers. Thank you. Thank you, Spasisa, also for having me. Thank you for having me as well. Um, say say hi. hi to the ladies, because you're late. Yeah, um, I'm sorry about sorry about being late. Um, hello, ladies, how are you? Pretty good, and yourself? Hi, thank you. Uh, I'm all right, I'm all right. Um, so it's Bongigile and Unati. Yes. So- and you're both from Swaziland. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just had to confirm six. <laughs> yeah, no, I just had to. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna use the Swati dam, nigga? Yeah, man. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. But um, yeah. How 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 have your your days been? Um, would you like to go first? In any of you guys, it was May Day. What are you doing, Boyangile? You're not working. Um, so how is your typical day when you when you're not doing your nine or five STEM related career? Um, it it was quite relaxed. Um, I enjoyed the time being at home and just um catching up on uh catching on time with family and just reflecting on a few things. But also at the same time, as much as I was not working my nine to five, my eight to five job, I was also doing some bit of work for Women in Engineering, which is an organization that I'm very passionate about. But it was hey, <laughs> hey you see six. We should learn from people like Boyangile. The first sentence you say, you put that organization there, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think we both need to just get over that little that weirdness that comes with that. Have you wait, Bongile, Have you have you always been able to just tell people in within the first sentence about your organization? Yeah, it's um, I actually try and do it during the introductions. <laughs> oh damn! You so you yeah. never feel weird about it at all? No, no. Because she really loves it and she's really passionate. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It's something that I'm very passionate about. So for me, I can always tell anyone that I meet about it. It's not a problem. Um, okay, can you tell us a little more about it? Okay, so Women in Engineering, it's a local chapter. Uh, it's actually a global organization. And then the Women in Engineering, it's a local chapter. Basically, what we do is we want to empower more girls and women to take on STEM related careers because currently there's the gender gap within STEM. There's about 30% females in STEM. So we work to educate about STEM careers. We we provide opportunities related to um, STEM, either, either career development opportunities, scholarships or 
just uh, the basic knowledge of STEM careers to high school girls for it so that they have all the knowledge and understanding that they have for them to actually take on a STEM related career at university level. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Unat, we've already like skipped over your nice tea, but because we've gotten serious, I think we'll get to you. We'll get to your day late later on. Um, Bongegile, please just um, you telling us there's a there's there's a gap. There's thirty. There's only thirty percent of women in STEM related careers. Um, what have these causes been, or what do you think haven't worked with women in engineering? What do you think leads to this gap? Okay, there's quite a number. Um, one is the lack of information about STEM careers. I'll make an example of my experience. When I was in high school, I most of the time I actually didn't know what career to take. Uh, there was a, quite a number of doctors, so that was the popular career at that time. But I, I just knew for sure that I came on to become a doctor. No offense to the doctors. <laughs> And so I really struggled in actually deciding which career to take. And then, uh, so that's one um, of the the issues that actually lead to the the gender gap. And then, uh, so there's lack of information about STEM careers, most of the girls. And then secondly, um, there is also, because of the lack of STEM, female STEM professionals, there is a lack of STEM role models that these girls can actually look up to. Um, mm. Because, you know, we are inspired by people who have gone before us. And once we see people doing great things, it then tends to give us hope that, oh, even I can actually do that because I've seen someone else doing it. But because of those that lack of STEM female role models, these girls don't have people that they look up to. I'm saying that um, because we are in an African setup, um, there's quite a number of social, uh, cultural uh, norms that limit the girl child. Uh, I was making mention that as early as three to five years old, the girl child is already conditioned in the home setup to actually take on soft tasks within the home. So that includes looking at uh, the activities within the kitchen. They're not necessarily allowed to maybe go out and work on the car, for instance, with their dad or change a tire, for instance. So that then then channels the girl child to actually grow up thinking that they're not capable of taking on difficult uh, tasks or activities. And then that then leads them to actually even looking for careers that are more on the soft skills rather than um, ones that are more masculine, for instance. And then also the gender stereotypes um, within STEM where women are still um, looked down upon even though they have actually gotten um, gotten to a point where they actually have qualified and they are actually working in the um, STEM organization, but they still are those gender stereotypes that women are not capable of doing this and that and then it actually um, puts pressure on women and most women are actually not attracted to such um, um, careers because they look more uh, masculine and it's not something that's attractive to them. So there's quite a number 
but more so it's basically information and that's that's a gap that we try to close as women engineering okay unati let me switch this up from bongile to a different generation um but for for those let me introduce uh, unati guys and how she ended up on this podcast um this event where we were in, uh, celebrating or commemorating international um girls in ICT day um it was announced that um unati is a recipient recipient of um the first of its kind uh, scholarship that the regulator of the telecommunications industry in our country is now embarking on where they are trying to also uh, play a role in encouraging girls to get into stem related fields so unati has gotten a scholarship um at the university of pretoria but what really what really struck me was how eloquent she was um in 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 terms of explaining or in terms of just thanking the sponsor and explaining why she's in the field um that she's studying in so unati please for our listenership how did you get into um what was bongile talks about um s- uh, stereotypes in society right as a young girl did you experience any of these stereotypes and what inspired you to to, to follow a path of a stem related career oh thank you very much um i think for me both of my parents studied science degrees when they were in school so i've always been pushed towards that path so i don't think i would say i was ever discouraged from studying anything in the sciences however i do agree that um as girls especially i think from a young age all over the world were conditioned to want to be in more of nurturing roles in society like so even from the toys we get when we're children it's like um baking sets and fake cooking tools and boys will get like lego sets and things like that so we're not encouraged to be in building roles or developing roles like boys are so that can be discouraging and then as well like the host said during the event um girls will be told things like boys are smarter or better at maths and things like that discourage you as well so i think that's one of the reasons why a lot of girls don't decide to go into stem um careers. okay but 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 in your in in when you have embarked on this journey of getting into a stem related field have you been met with any discouragement um i think probably not anything that is external maybe just self doubt because i feel like maybe i won't be suited for a, a stem role because i'm not as smart as the next guy because i don't know there's way more men in this field than women so it's harder to okay. feel like yeah okay um when okay. you when you say that you were you were kind of you were encouraged by both your parents because they both studied um mm-hmm. sciences in their time mm-hmm. uh was there ever a moment where you consciously made the decision that this is what i wanted to do or did you just find yourself yes there? definitely um i took it in grade 10 and i immediately fell in love with coding we were learning how to code in java and i actually wanted to say that i also attended um two actually women engineering workshops 
so they came to my school as well and then we had another workshop with other schools and that was also quite empowering so I just wanted to mention that I know you're proud right now. I know you have such a huge smile. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you very much. It goes to show that actually the work that you do is impactful and we um, just hope to continue to impact more girls. Yeah, and please, Unati, um, for those that are listening, for young girls, please share with them how you got to be a recipient of the scholarship and um, the, 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 the processes that you had to uh, go through. Okay. So I found out about the scholarship from my mother, who I think saw it on Facebook, but it was advertised in the newspaper, the Swazitas. And so I applied by sending an email because that's what they requested. So the email had in it a letter requesting um that they review my application and basically motivating why i should why i deserve the scholarship and then i also had to send in my latest set of grades and i think my id as well just to prove that i'm swati and then a couple of weeks later i received um an email from them requesting that i come in for an interview in person and I had to prepare a presentation for that interview. And I think it was about basically um, giving potential solutions to the lack of um, the lack of equality in terms of access to internet in Swaziland for students specifically. So I made a presentation about that and I presented it. And I heard back from them, I think, after my matric results came out and I sent them to them. Then they told okay. me. Okay, Unati, now you've gotten the scholarship. Could you just share with us what your presentation was? I'm sure nobody's going to steal your presentation and oh present yeah, it. I'm also, I'm also <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what was your solution to that problem. Yeah. Oh, no. I wish I, I, wish I had it with me because I'll probably struggle to remember. But I think a few of the solutions I had so basically my focus was around school or high school kids who because of the pandemic had to learn online and didn't have access to internet or laptops or anything so one of my solutions was that um because we have a lot of private and public companies in swaziland that do these auctions every now and then for their laptops and whatever equipment that they have instead of them auctioning off those laptops and everything they could donate them to some schools that are impoverished and need laptops or resources like that. And then another one was possibly that we somehow gather some funds, maybe through donations, and we supply schools with these portable routers so that they can have access to internet. Maybe they can distribute them to the kids who don't have access to the internet. But yeah, there was a few solutions like that. It wasn't anything crazy okay yeah, I, like, no, I, like, I, like that I like that I like that but yeah. Bongagile, you you have worked um i'm sure you've also presented to a couple of companies um how do they react to policies i mean the same event we're talking about the mtn ceo was there telling us of uh, policies that his company has implemented to try and 
really encourage women to get into STEM fields. How do you feel about what companies or what em- employers are doing in terms of trying to encourage um, women to get into STEM careers? And how could what do you think they could be doing more in terms of trying to impact um, women to get into STEM-related careers? I think there is quite a lot of work that has been done to actually encourage more women and girls to take on STEM. Um, quite a number of organizations, STEM organizations in the country, have also started in, uh, being more intentional in their recruitment uh, processes, whereby they always encourage women to um, to apply for certain roles, STEM-related roles, and always look for towards achieving 50-50 even in their recruitment. Quite a number of organizations also have even um, worked hard to actually even adapt the work environment so that it's suitable for uh, females in STEM. However, uh, considering the fact that uh, by research it seems like it will take us about another 50 years to actually achieve gender equality in STEM, there's still a lot of more work that needs to be done. And I feel that we still need to actually accelerate the process of actually getting more women in STEM. I do think though, uh, for instance, in the organization that I've worked, one way that they have actually helped to empower more women is because men are still leaders in STEM, they have worked to actually mentor uh, other women in STEM in, within the organization to actually uh, take on um, leadership roles. So mentorship is also one way that organizations have um, have implemented to empower more girls and uh, more women to thrive within the uh, STEM industry. However, like I said earlier on, um, we still need to do a lot of work. And I'm work. glad though that uh, policymakers um, like ESCOM uh, have now initiated this scholarship program where they're targeting girls to take on careers related to ICT. So those are some of the ways that we can still adopt to actually encourage more girls to take on STEM-related careers. Hmm. Um, where would you say, I think from, from everything that you've said, there are a bunch of reasons why um, women don't get into STEM. Um, where would you say is the one, the one, or rather the one reason, yeah, the one place where the most energy can be put into that would help reduce the, the inequalities in, 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 in STEM for women? Do I have to check? Do I have to choose one? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I mean, no, you don't have to choose one. You almost like, said I have a million reasons. Do you have 10 hours? Uh, but maybe, um, yeah, maybe, do you do? Maybe let's look at it. Maybe let me try and, 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 um, expand on Sex's question. Let's maybe look at it from a curriculum perspective. Um, what do you think our ministry that's responsible for our curriculum can try and work on? And what can parents do to try and encourage their their children? Because I know it's not just, as you say, it's if it can take 50 years, then it means all different stakeholders have to play their roles. What do you think parents and the the government in particular 
can do to try and curb the current Bridge situation the okay so definitely expanding and developing the stem workforce is a critical issue for government industry leaders and educators so the reason why I struck I struggled to actually choose one is because <laughs> we need efforts from everyone to actually close out to the gender gap for instance when we're talking about the curriculum there is a, so that speak to educators but also it's government is also affected and then the girl child is affected that includes the parents as well so i think for me um we there's quite a number of all what uh, all these stakeholders can actually do to actually um get um more girls in stem like for instance with government definitely we need to government and stem leaders actually stem organization inclusive we need still need to work closely to actually one um ensure that the work environment is such that it's it's suitable for women uh, currently for instance when you talk about um um the silver engineering field when women are actually in the construction site we still have um construction sites that only have male toilets and that's something that needs to be addressed because then that means the women are not catered for and so even with um with parents as well they have played a very critical role in actually encouraging and motivating their girl child to actually um take part in stem like for instance when uh, when you get to high school not even just high school primary school you find that quite a number of um students would, would actually see maths or science as difficult subjects so we need to have more parents and teachers actually supporting these girls to one provide them with the required information about stem careers that they can venture into provide them with support on how they can actually succeed and do well in science or math related subject instead of hindering or limiting them and not allowing them to actually reach their full potential so it will take a swatini to actually close <laughs> the gender gap in stem okay as you say though boy let's start with information and i think maybe yeah. such platforms Oh, good start. Um, Unati, uh, Bongile spoke about the issue of the need for mentorship. Personally, do you have a mentor? Um, I actually do have one that the university provides. So there's a mentorship program that um I signed up for, and okay. Previously, before that, did you did you have any one that's a woman that you looked up to? I didn't, and I think that's why um. Like Ivy actually at the event was saying, it's important to have someone to look to that you can say, if she did it, I can do it too. And I didn't have that before, but I think now it's easier, being that I'm in university, to look for people in the same course as me who are in second year, and who are girls as well. So okay, all right. Uh, but be, this is our podcast. We get light here and there, so I'll also get light. But before I get into Unati, I'll start with Bongegile. Morgan, <laughs> you're a beautiful lady that's in a STEM-related career. Do you think you have you ever uh, felt like you scare some men away? 
Um. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Okay, I wouldn't know, um, but <laughs> I think um, because of the the shortage of females in STEM, so obviously because there's it's uh, STEM is currently male dominated, so it seems like it's a man's world, and when when a female then tries to um, interfere in that man in man's world. Then it seems like um, so. Definitely, there will be that uh, resistance uh, from uh, some people. Uh, for me personally, I think I perhaps maybe yes, <laughs> um, but also at the same time, my focus has always been to because with women engineering, we are not necessarily saying that men are not equal or they're not capable of actually thriving in the STEM field. We do want to work with men because we want to learn from them. We want to grow together and coexist cool. together, even in the STEM field, because there is actually um, research shows that when you have equal efforts from both genders, and there's a lot of diversity mm-hmm. and then innovation also increases productivity yeah. increases That's so, exactly. that was my next question to be like why is it so important for us to have this diversity <laughs> <laughs> yeah so with the diversity comes quite a lot of benefits um uh, so i'll make an example for instance um there are certain needs that women have that are different for males so as engineers, we are responsible for designing new technologies. Imagine now if we design these technologies and they only cater for men because they were designed by men, then it will be a problem for females. And yet, if we have um, equal uh, voices from both genders, then we will ensure that these technologies that we develop, they cater for both genders. And that way, they will be sold to a larger market. So then that means that speaks to the economy so if we have uh, equal uh, genders in STEM, there's going to be increase in their economy. Women are still the largest, um, they're forming the largest um, buyers in the world. So <laughs> if you develop uh, innovations that speak to women, then that means there's going to be an increase in, in, in profits for women buying these products. And not just that, also, more women means more mentors even for young girls and that way we have um, information and uh, support that will come from both males and females instead perfect boy it is so smooth she started yeah. she started by acting like she's answering but right but she, she just she moved, she just, on to some other just moved past and said, part. you know what anyways if i scared a nigga we don't give a hell <laughs> I, Yo, I, I actually wanted to ask you Bongile, um could you could you be with uh, a man that you are evidently smarter than and who's uncomfortable with that okay so there's this quote um that i believe in uh, it says that if you are the smartest one in the room you're in the, you're in the wrong room <laughs> damn thing <laughs> You see what she's saying, though. Yeah, she's nah. saying that. <laughs> that nigga ain't smart. I ain't, I ain't coming. Smart, then, you know what I mean? He's not, yeah, he hasn't cut it. Um, uh, Udaji, 
you're young, you're young, you're very young, but we would be remiss or we would, it would be wrong of us to think that you don't know or you're not in dating field or whatever. So do you think you, you scare away young boys that feel like you're too smart? Um, I wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know so it doesn't affect you in any way? I, I really wouldn't know. Like I wouldn't know if someone is hesitant to approach me because of that. So I honestly can't answer the question. Oh, okay. And and do you look when you when you when when boys talk to you as is it how supportive um they are of your career? Is it something or your passion? Is it something that you consider? I think it would be yes, because if it's important to me, then I would hope that they would be supportive of that as well. Okay, now I'm going to pose the same question that I posed to Bonilide. Could you be with the dude that who is, it's very evident that you are smarter than they are? Oh shit, and she's really smart. Uh, (laughs) It depends on how much I No, we're asking, we're asking these questions, ladies, not to, not to try, because also as a woman, right, Mongegile, and you will, I will give this to you so you explain this better. It's a, a woman's life is holistic, so most of the time, um, when women now try to advance their careers or try to get in certain rooms where before they were not in those certain rooms, like then they get like some resistance or whatever in their private lives which then affects them now like the people they love are now you know there's just something weird because this person now possesses power or they look like they possess power right so how do we again empower our women or have these conversations with men to make them understand that just because she's striving for the stars in the career doesn't mean she can't be a proper partner and it doesn't mean that you're going to take a back burner (laughs) Um, <laughs> I think uh, what I could say is, um, I think there has to be that understanding that um, we need to help it. We need um, support from everyone. We need to help everyone. We need to learn from each other. Um, I made mention of that quote that when you are, you know, if you are the smartest in the room, then you're the, in the wrong room. For me, it has always been continuous growth as women. Like you need to continuously learning and growing. And I think having people who have actually achieved more than you, linking up with those people actually helps you to also grow and get to their level as well. And so I think we need to then change our mindset instead of seeing each other as competition we need to actually see each other as people who can we can learn from people that we can be inspired or motivated uh, by and so i think for me personally as a woman in stem i don't i don't compete with anyone i never see myself as um, a competition to anyone whether the male or female but i always see other people as other people that i can learn from and so i think that that is what that's the mindset that we need to develop as women and also to see our male counter counterparts as people that we can learn from just like i said earlier made mention earlier on stem can only get better when there's equal uh, representation of both genders 
and so if we actually see each other as colleagues as people that we can work well, well together we can definitely achieve more mm. yeah okay well said yeah very well said <laughs> well said <laughs> um the, the, those are the questions i had for you ladies um if you have anything more to add that's it from me what can we play also as as young men me and six always like to ask these questions when we have these conversations with women this us as men or as new age men that have information where we now talk to our sisters and we do get this information we try to disseminate it we try to leave it ourselves what role can we play as these men that have this information how can we help you guys if we can help even if you need our help i think it's evident that they do need our help do they though yeah okay do do you guys need our help bongegile <laughs> definitely like i said earlier on um, it will take a strategy to close out the problem like that still so that includes the men um in Eswatini and so one way um and it's something that you are already doing is having those sessions where you're talking about um the issues affecting the step industry specifically women and also even sharing the information uh, to the girls as well so that they have the knowledge and understanding about the same careers that they can potentially uh, venture into I also do think that men can also act as mentors and coaches for women and girls in STEM. Um since STEM is largely dominated by men and these men are actually in leadership positions so they have the influence. If they can actually use that influence to actually empower and get more women and girls in STEM, that will be um very significant in actually closing out the gender gap. We have males as policy makers as well. They also have a responsibility in changing some of the policies that limit or hinder women in actually succeeding or thriving in the STEM field. We have CEOs, male CEOs in STEM organizations. They can also work to ensure that whether they are recruiting or providing scholarship, they target uh, women so that uh, they empower more women and girls in STEM. Unati, you're much, you're much younger than Bungile. So, what do you think um, younger men can do when you just speak to your peers? What role do you think um, your brothers can play in terms of um, trying to help or propel you guys into into being the best people you can be? I think probably just being supportive of the next girl or woman that you know that is aspiring to be in STEM in some way. So. For me that would look like one of my classmates offering to help me if I don't understand anything and not looking down on me for that All right. Have you seen any sort of resistance um in you I know you've you've only been in tertiary for a few months but how are your brothers treating you in your computer science class? It's kind of hard to say for now because most of my classes are online. So okay. I Okay. Okay. You let us know when things get physical or, or more when <laughs> things get like practical. <laughs> I'd really love to see when things get practical and you 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 
you clearly are better than a nigga. Just how do they react to that? That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. Um, thank you so very much for taking time to be with us today. Um, I, we hope that this conversation will inspire a lot of young women that that would like to get into the STEM-related fields. And please continue doing the good work that both of you guys are doing with regards to um, trying to get more people to be in this career. And once again, Bongila, the work that you are doing with women engineering is amazing. And I know I've worked with you previously, and I hope to still work uh, with you and help in any way I can. Thank you, thank you very much, and um, still thank you very much for the opportunity. And you are already doing a lot of work. Um, this platform, I'm hoping that it's going to reach quite a number of people. And also, thank you for inviting me as well. All right, thank you, Sakes. Do you have departing words for our guest? Um, yeah, just keep doing you. I like it. Um, yeah, just keep doing you um, and keep being a good representation of what you want to see. I think that's very important. So yeah, those are my parting words. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, thank uh, you. Uh, Bye, guys.